everybody, this is Keith, and welcome back to the Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast. Today is December 13th, 2023, episode 62. Again, my apologies for the lack of the professional voiceover guy for the intro and outro, but if you tuned into the last podcast, I have pretty much been spending any free time that I have tending to my father. He is ill, um, but you guys didn't. You guys didn't log in to hear me talk about my dad and his and his illnesses. But uh, regardless, so I want to talk about a few things today. We got a nasty storm come through here in Central Virginia Sunday night, and very high winds, rain. Had about two and a half inches of rain. Folks in the area lost power, but all in all, it wasn't too bad. Kind of cool thing after I was finally able to fall asleep after the wind and the rain and the limbs and the trees falling all over the place and making sure the chickens didn't get. Uh, blown halfway to Kansas, I uh, got up in the morning and there was actually some snow on the ground. It was 38 degrees uh, ambient temperature there at the house, but obviously further up in the atmosphere, it was much colder and some really wet, heavy snow fell, which was which was kind of a treat. We don't get a lot of snow in central Virginia. Richmond is located pretty much halfway between Virginia Beach, the Atlantic Ocean, and the uh, Blue Ridge Mountains. So by the time the cold Air normally comes, you know, west to east, hits the mountains, dives down, and it usually warms up enough that we don't get uh, don't get much snow at all. Okay, on the prepping front, looking at the corn index, the corn index, a can of plain Jane whole kernel corn at my local Walmart is 64 cents a can. If you recall, the corn index is how much that can of corn has increased in about the last 18 months. When I purchased uh, several flats of that canned corn, it was 48 cents. So we have a 16 cent increase in just a generic can of corn from Walmart. So if I was to purchase 100 cans back then and then 100 cans today, it would be $16 more expensive. So that is a perfect example or a very easy example of uh, the increase in price uh, has facilitated itself over the last 18 months, called inflation. Call it whatever you want to. So speaking of inflation and uh, economic advice, I am not an economic advisor. I have to get give that little caveat because apparently a while ago or a long time ago, somebody on YouTube gave some gave some uh, gave some financial advice, and I guess somebody took that advice and they lost their house or their car, and then they sued this person. So um, you know everybody wants to sue everybody these days. So I am not an economic advisor. Please. Do what you think is correct for your situation. So unemployment's down a bit. However, I attribute that as the non-economic advisor to seasonal hirings. Uh, Amazon, Walmart, Kohl's, Target, all of those places hire part-time seasonal employees to help with the Christmas rush. Those folks will more than likely be laid off in January, and they are also part-time workers. They don't have the health benefits. So it doesn't cost the company, the particular company, as much as it would if they were full-time, uh, 40 hours a week, and had to provide uh, health care benefits. There's nothing that I've seen in 2024 that things are going to get better. And again, I've said it a million times. If you guys want to get some information, get it from several different sources and make your own informed decision. I talk about that when it comes to prepping, uh, the economy your budgeting, 
COVID vaccines, flu vaccines, your health in general, don't just take somebody's word for it as gospel. And that segues perfectly into, don't want to offend any Swifties out there, but apparently Taylor Swift was named Time's Person of the Year. Now, I am old enough to remember when the Person of the Year, Man of the Year, whatever it happened to be, was not politically motivated, and regardless of the person, regardless of who they were, man or woman, when they came and they were placed on the Time Magazine cover, if you knew anything about current events in history, you're like, wow, I agree with that, because that person did X, Y, and Z. Now, it's probably, you know, more political than, than not, and Taylor Swift is an entertainer. She sings. I like maybe a half of one of her songs. Not a big fan, but that's just me. I just, I just don't like her music, and, you know, that's, that's certainly my choice. Millions of young women, teen girls, and folks in their early 20s care for her music. And when I talk about something coming out of somebody's mouth, especially a celebrity or an actor, and then folks just take it as gospel, a lot of folks fail to realize that actors get paid to be somebody they're not. An American actor or actress gets paid to have a British or Australian or German accent in a particular movie or TV series. Tom Selleck. I don't know Tom Selleck. I've never met Tom Selleck. But Magnum P.I. debuted, what, like 45, 35 years ago? Yeah, 35 years ago, like a few days ago on CBS. I loved Magnum P.I. Now, well before the Internet, well before Instagrams and the interwebs and TikTok and all that silly stuff, I don't care what Tom Selleck's political leanings are. I like to watch him and TJ. I like to watch TJ fly the helicopter. I like to go watch Magnum P.I. go to the bar and talk to Rick. And then there's Higgins or Huggins. And then there's the dogs. And he solves the case and gets the girls. I liked him in Blue Bloods. I liked him in what's something Stone. It's like some detective series. Eric Stone or Johnny Stone. He did several of those. Love him as an actor. Well, recently he came out. And he said that Trump supporters are blah, blah, nasty word, nasty word. Tom Selleck is entitled to his opinion, 100%. I'm not saying he's not. But when people glob on to that and say, yeah, Tom Selleck, it kind of ruins it for me. When I watch a movie, I want the folks to act, and I want the credits to roll, and I want to take what's left over of my very expensive popcorn and soda, and I want to go home. When I go to a concert, I want to hear the people sing their songs or dance their dance, and I want them to look down at a piece of cardboard because they don't know where they are, and they say, Cleveland, you've been the best. I can't wait to come back. Good night, Cleveland. And the crowd goes crazy, and they jump on a plane or a bus, and they fly to Houston. Houston, you've been the best crowd ever. I can't wait to come back. And they jump on another plane or a bus, and they do another concert. I don't need... Someone I just paid $100 for, $150 for to come out, sing a song, and rip somebody. Trash regardless. Trash Biden. Trash Trump. Trash anybody. I paid for you to sing your song and jump up and down and shake your butt or whatever you're doing and then say, Cleveland, you're the best, and then go home. 
when they use that as a bully pulpit, it just ruins it for me. I come to hear you sing. I turn on the TV or go to the movie theater to see you act. That's what you're getting paid to do. Certainly entitled to your opinion, but for the love of all that's holy, just sing your song, shake your butt, get on the screen, say your little acting piece, and then let's just call it a day. In my opinion, folks that take what an actor or actress or entertainer says as gospel is what I call a sheep. Now, is what this actor or actress say true? Perhaps. But for someone to get up in front of 20 or 30,000 people and say, you need to vote this way and please go register to vote on my website. Oh, and by the way, here's a QR code on the big screen. Download my app, follow my tour, buy my merch, and you can also vote from this app. I think it's a little disingenuous. But they're certainly entitled to do what they want to do. I don't have to listen to their music. I don't have to watch their shows. I get it. But folks who don't use critical thinking, folks who don't question almost everything they see, hear, or read, I think you're doing yourself an incredible disservice. I don't want to say that you're weak-minded necessarily, but you are, you are, you're, you're able to be influenced so, so easy. And in the age of misinformation, that can be a terrible thing. So with Twitter or X or whatever, I think personally, I'm on, I'm on the Twitter at Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast, or you can search prep underscore podcast is my handle or whatever they call it. Personally, I think Elon Musk has done the world a tremendous service by bringing more free speech to, to X than there's ever been. Now, there are some people that are absolutely up in arms about this. There are people, um, the government and certain entities are suing Elon Musk because he's not towing the company line. What he is providing is, for the most part, the most free speech platform that I am aware of. And it's got certain people's panties in a wad because they're not able to control his message. They're not able to control my message, your message, Joe Bag of Donuts message, if he wants to say something political or not. So if you control information, you control the people. So this is an outlet where folks can get a variety of opinions. They can block people. They don't have to read it. They can find whatever information they want to. Look at Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, far-left Democrat, all the immigrants, or a lot of immigrants, are being bussed up from Texas, and he's been complaining about it. Everybody's complaining about it in their cities. Fair enough. He has the right to complain about it. But then he made a speech a few weeks ago where he said, help's not coming. The federal government is not helping with this. Now the people that listen to Eric Adams are like, wait a second. He's a Democrat. The Biden administration and the Senate, you know, for the most part, the U.S. government leans to the left. They're like, wait a second. Help's not coming. Isn't the government supposed to help us? Within a blink of an eye, Eric Adams is being sued for sexual harassment that happened a bajillion years ago. You can look at Supreme Court justices. You can look at Kavanaugh. You can look at Justice, Justice Thomas. And the same thing happened. If certain political 
folks don't like what's about to happen or what they're hearing, they're going to launch a smear campaign. They're going to try to cancel you or regardless. How this ties into is we talk about the degradation of society. You guys have seen the videos about stores being looted, people being attacked, people being murdered for absolutely no reason, for a phone, for their clothes, looting stores because they don't think anything is going to happen to them criminally. They're not going to get arrested. That is not a good thing at all. What we're seeing is the collapse of society from the bottom up. The elites, the globalists, or whatever, for the most part, they're immune from a bus full of immigrants landing in their neighborhood, with the exception of Martha Vineyard, but I think they shipped them all off to some, some other fancy place. But those folks are immune, so they can sit up in their ivory towers and they can talk about this stuff, but they don't have to worry about a bunch of, I know, folks from Haiti or Mexico or Honduras showing up in their backyard and, and pitching a bunch of tents and causing them inconvenience or causing a strain upon on their economy. When I tie this into prepping, I see this as a situation where you need to be self-reliant. You need to rely on yourself, your friends, your family, the folks you live with, with the understanding that this is not going to get better. The border is open regardless of what anybody says. And if you're on the left or the right and you don't think that's true, you're not being honest with yourself. It's very simple to find this information and realize that the border is actually open and there's millions of people coming across and it's not good for the economy, the healthcare system, the education system, and several other different systems. But you need to rely on yourself. You need to take matters in your own hands and you need to say, I need to buy that corn. Maybe I need to get a freeze dryer. Maybe I need to get a dehydrator. <clears throat> Maybe I need to look at um, long-term storage of water. Maybe I need to look at some um, solar panels or battery backups for my house when the grid goes down, whatever happens. Don't be 90% of the population that is not prepared to even weather a three-day loss of power. 90% of the folks out there do not have the necessary supplies to get them and their family through three days of a power outage. So if the power goes out Friday morning at 6 a.m., 90% of the folks out there do not have what it takes to get them through Sunday evening. We talk about looting in stores. We talk about uh, civil unrest, social disorder. I've said it a million times, and you can see the memes on the Internet. If someone is going to rob somebody or kill somebody for a phone or their shoes or their backpack, what do you think they're going to do when they're hungry? If they act like crazed animals over a, 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 the iPhone 15, what are they going to do when they're hungry? People do crazy things when they're hungry and when they're thirsty and when it's literally their survival. My get-home bag is slowly coming along. It's not coming along very quickly, but it's slowly coming along because I've been super, super busy with life and everything else. On Amazon, I did pick up a small hatchet. It's a 14-inch hatchet, and it's made by Fiskars. I think that's F-I-S-K-A-R-S. I have some of their, uh, what do you want to call it, pruning shears. I have some really fancy, like, scissors. 
lawn scissors or pruning scissors. These things will cut through chicken wire. I've used them at the chicken coop to cut chicken wire. They're doing absolutely, absolutely fantastic for the for the needs that I uh, that I have. So I went ahead and, and purchased purchased it on Amazon about thirty one dollars. Uh, not a big not a big expenditure. Fairly lightweight, and that's going to be in the Jeep. So in the event I do need it for my get home bag, I need to leave my vehicle, grab my bag. If the hatchet is something that I think I'm going to need, depending on the distance, the weather and everything else going on to get home, then I'm going to grab it. I went through my camping gear again and found a, it's a quilt. It's not like a down quilt, it's a camping quilt. Very lightweight. So now that it's winter, I'm going to put that into my bag. Come spring or summer, I'm probably going to remove it and replace it with something more seasonal appropriate, I guess you could say. And with that in mind, make sure you're adding you know, the, the thermal top or the long underwear, the waffle shirt, the, the, the layers that you would normally wear if you're hiking in the winter. And then when it comes to the summertime, like a pair of hiking pants, a couple of T-shirts, you know, maybe a, a very thin um, a long sleeve T-shirt if you're going through the brush or something like that. So make sure you're switching your stuff out according, according to the seasons. Last thing you want to do is uh, grab your get home bag in the middle of December and you've got a pair of shorts and some flip flops and, uh, you know, and, and nothing else that's, that's weather appropriate. You're, you know, you're setting yourself up for, uh, for a, for a bad situation. So, uh, the bag itself, I have not found. Remember, I'm going to uh, get my stuff together, then purchase the bag. I did find a small first aid kit, uh, about $35 on Amazon. It took a lot of searching because there are so many first aid kits. There, you can get them with, you know, 200 bandages or 2,000 bandages. You can get one with wound dressing, a tourniquet, Israeli bandages. A lot of people have just gone and just kind of piecemealed it together, and it is a little less expensive if you want to make your own, but it is a little more time-consuming. So for convenience sakes, uh, convenience sake, I think I went on Amazon, and I think I have something that's going to, uh, to meet the needs that I think I'm going to have. There's a little bit of room in it to add something. I'm going to throw one of my tourniquets in, and uh, I have several packs of like four by fours and things like that. I will throw that in. So I think that's going to work out well. But again, the the process of putting that silly thing together is a is a very slow process, but it is coming along slowly but surely. That reminds me of that movie. What was it? Air, no, Sergeant Frank Dremen. No, airplane. No, airplane. He's like, Shirley, you can't be serious. And he's like, yes, I am, but don't call me Shirley. I absolutely love that movie. But anyway, sorry, there was a squirrel and I got distracted there. Folks, thanks so much uh, for, uh, for for dropping in and listening to me ramble as I as I you know head towards my dad to, to see how he's doing today. A couple of administrative things. Several folks have contacted me about being a guest on their podcast. I'm not ignoring you, I promise. But um, again, life has been absolutely nutty, and I, and I will get back to you all as soon as I can. So if the invitation is still available, I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, practicalpreppodcast at gmail.com is my email address, and I, I, I will email you back. I do not sell your information. Not that my podcast is that popular that I have like people wanting to wanting to sell all or buy all the information for the people that email me, but I will get back to you all as soon as I can. I really do appreciate the emails uh, and, and the words of encouragement and everything else that's going on. So 
And then again on the X or the Twitter X, Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast or Podcast Prep or Prep hyphen Podcast. You think I would have figured it out by now. Hey, folks, as always, hey, have a Merry Christmas. I'm sure I'll talk to you before the Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays or whatever you're doing, Hanukkah stuff. And as always, please be careful out there. Take care of one another. And until next time.